Warning, this podcast typically features spoilers and strong opinions. Proceed with caution. Hello, and welcome to Then a Moment, the podcast where two storytellers, uh, no, shoot, I made, I did it wrong. <laughs> the podcast where two lifelong storytellers talk about storytelling. Oh man. Ugh, I feel like it's been a while since we've been here. Um, I am Pavi Prochko, one of your co-hosts. I am an audiobook narrator, author, actor, singer, etc. And I am... Colin Funk. I am a childhood development expert as well as a teaching artist. And today we have a very special surprise because Ooh. we have our first guest uh, from outside of the studio. Uh, Sammy the Grant, will Ooh. you please uh, give us a, a little... Found her outside yeah, we did. Of the <laughs> <laughs> just, just hanging out outside the door. Can I keep her? Um, <laughs> hey, uh, Sammy, why don't you tell all of our uh, loyal listeners uh, about yourself? Sure. Hey, all. I'm Sammy Grant, and I'm a professor of voice and speech. I'm also a professional dialect coach. And um, yeah, that's basically it. <laughs> yeah, I think and she's our friend. She's our friend. So, Colin and Sammy have known each other for mention, a long time. I didn't want to mention that, you know, this was like a coerced appearance <laughs> on my part where I was like, make me famous. Um, yeah, oh, I, yes, and we were like, sure. Uh -huh. um, no, I, I, you're I the am, one with the viral uh, BuzzFeed video. Okay, so. and there it is. Uh, yes. Two minutes in. Um, uh, <laughs> no, um, uh, yes, I am friends with Colin and Pavi. I've known Colin for... <clears throat> you don't years. have to give a number. Yeah, but a yeah. lot of years. And then, <laughs> I don't years. know, Javi for as long as he's been with Colin. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Because we're married. <gasps> Colin and me. Colin Just, and me. People have Just in case you haven't figured it out at this <gasps> point, we're married. Um, and today we're going to be talking about West Side, Side Story. Story. Um, Specifically, mm -hmm. the, um, well... We'll talk about multiple versions, but specifically the most recent production that is currently right happening. Yeah, right? until mm -hmm. the 25th yes. here. Yes, well, who knows so if that'll... who knows when you're listening to this, but... Yes, I'm not sure. <laughs> who knows when this will air, but yes, currently playing at the Lyric... Um, Chicago Lyric Opera, and they've been doing some um, musical theater stuff over the past 10, 15 years-ish. Um, uh, and uh, Sammy Grant here was the dialect coach... Ooh. For the production. Oh, ooh, that's ah. me. Uh, yes. so, so we have uh, the inside scoop. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, all the dirt. All the dirt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. Sure, right. Um, but first, let's uh, get to some moments of the week. Oh, yeah. We got some story moments of the week. Sure. Uh, why don't you go first? I'll go first. Um, this week, I don't know why we ended up talking about it, but we ended up watching, you've never seen it, um, we'd ended up watching School of Rock. Oh yeah, this time. Oh. Um, which I love that movie. I really I think liked it's it. So yeah. cute. Um, mm -hmm. Some theaters doing it. Paramount is it? Paramount's doing it right now. They mm -hmm. just is did it. it. They mm -hmm. is it? Over yeah, it is already? over. Mm -hmm. Oh my goodness. Yes, it is over. Man. I did want to go see that. Um, darn it! Yeah. <laughs> I want to see it. I, I hear the musical's not amazing, but I don't know. Yeah, I'd love to see it because I think the movie's very cute, but. The moment that I love, I mean, 
It's mostly just like Joan Cusack as a person because <sighs> I think she is perfection. Obviously, Jack so Black good. is amazing. Yeah, he is. And it was like the movie that I'm like, oh, people who are just like stupid and goofy can also be <laughs> good. Yeah. Like good performers. Good performers. Like, like really it's, genuine. It's a good... It's a good story and it's a good like acting performance. It's yeah. just good. Um, but Joan Cusack, I think is another person that I think is um, underrated. I think she's so, she's so good. Not only is she so funny, but like she's killing it in the <laughs> acting scenes. But there's like a scene where she gets drunk with him yes. and then in the car, like on the, like he drives her back to the school and like, is like still drunk and it's just like, complaining about something and how she has to be like, oh, it's so hard to be a principal. Like you can't be there. I used to be fun and now I'm not fun anymore. And she's just like so sincere about it. And so <laughs> like angry about this like place in her life where she doesn't get to be fun and she has to do all the, the hard work. And not only do I sometimes feel like that in my, in my <laughs> life, but I thought she just like, she was great. Just really dug into it. I yeah, thought it was great. It's a great scene. I love it because he tells her like, uh, no, I think you're fun. And she like has this moment where she's like, what me? Mm -hmm. Oh, it's so good. It's fantastic. Yeah. Nice. That's my moment. Uh, great. Mm, I'll go next. My moment. I've been narrating um, a book that's outside of my normal genre. I usually do the lit RPG right. kind of fantasy stuff. And I'm doing this one. This one uh, is a espionage thriller. Ooh. And it's been... Um, very, uh, it's been a relief actually yeah, <laughs> to kind of sure. like just be a little bit outside of the, do something a little out of the wheelhouse, which is really nice. Um, and there is an interesting moment that happened when I was reading this week and I withhold judgment, but there's, it's like a, a moment where I'm, um, identifying where my taste lies as opposed to other people's. Mm -hmm. so there's like a moment where the main character uh, it's like this retired spy and he's running away from bad guys in the forest. And one of his allies from like a different chapter is like coming to find him in this forest. And it was just like the perfect opportunity for him to accidentally kill his friend. Mm. And I was like, oh my God, is that what's going to happen? And then it Ooh. didn't happen. Mm. And I was like, I don't know if I'm let down yet, but we have to see like what the rest of the story is, like why it didn't go all the way. Cause it like, okay. usually it's like pretty severe the stuff that happens in this oh, book like okay. the first book was like like very like torture-esque like it was like oh a lot God. of like hostage situation <laughs> espionage thriller stuff and like violent and like the worst thing that could happen was happening and they didn't do it this time and i'm like mm. i don't know i don't know tricky, if they like tricky. just like chickened out or if like or they're trying to keep you on your toes they're keeping me on my toes or they're like it didn't happen now because it's going to be a lot worse later, oh that kind of situation. So <laughs> we'll see. Uh, but I thought that was like a striking moment where it happened and I was like so sure what was going to happen. And then it didn't. It didn't. Yeah. Do you like that? Is it like, I don't know yet. I have to see what happens. Like, I mean, with the in rest. general, is that something you mm, enjoy? I think generally I normally would look at something like that and say that was the story and you missed it. Okay. That's usually what I find in those moments where mm. it's like, oh yeah, you should have just killed him. <laughs> <laughs> and I know that like would throw a wrench in the rest of the story because that character is going to play heavily. Yeah. But like that was the well, kill the darlings moment, you know, where you have to really like, yeah, yeah that was actually where the story was and it would have diverged 
completely. Um, that's usually what I find, but it's not always. So we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Well, keep us updated. Yeah, I mm-hmm. will. <laughs> <laughs> I will as I go. Sammy, do you have a moment? Sure. Um, okay, so my um, partner, Scott, and I do what we call laugh watch movies, meaning we watch really oh, bad movies. Oh, and yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Fine, um, I gotcha, I gotcha. We yeah. used to call them hate watch, but then we're like, mm, that gives it like a negative connotation where like we're sitting uh-huh. there being like, this is so dumb. Whereas really it's just like an enjoyment of how bad a movie could be while still appreciating an attempt. Um, <laughs> so last night we, um, a movie that Scott has seen before, but I have not, Wild Things. Oh, um, <laughs> I don't even know that. Well, is, save yourself. It's a thriller? Um, is that what yeah, it, that? it is an erotic thriller. Yeah. Oh, no. Um, that's right. We're getting juicy on this episode of Then a Moment. Um, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> juicy. Uh, <laughs> but um, it's, it's a really bad script and it's mostly poorly acted. Okay. Strangely, Bill Murray is in it, and I'm like, "What are we doing, Bill Murray? Why are we here?" Um, but the his mo- career is <laughs> so strange. Yeah, well, we looked up like his fil- uh, filmography, uh-huh. and I was like, "Okay, this was like a point when you had like done a couple big things, and then things were kind of looking down." And I'm like, "This was a paycheck," <laughs> and then you're gonna come when, back. What? So what? This came out in 1998. Okay, okay, yeah. Yeah. that makes sense. Um, it stars Denise Richards. Yeah, I was gonna oh say Denise um, Richards and Nev Campbell. And Nev Campbell was actually really great in it. Denise Richards was. Terrible. Um, is it Kevin Bacon? Yes. Yes. Yep. Uh, Sorry, I oh but yes, God. yes, it is. I just remember it always playing like, on like TNT. Like or like TBS. Yeah. And and Matt Dillon is also oh, in it. Yeah. He's the main Goodness. like male character. Maybe I've seen what this film. <laughs> um, so it's like a pretty good cast with some just questionable things all around. But anyway, the moment I I it's like a it's a twist on a twist on a twist to the point that you're like, mm, okay. Um, and there's just a moment when I'm, this is a spoiler. Is that okay? Yeah. Yes. This movie that we, came out. We, we give a, a okay. strong warning okay. at the beginning of every okay. episode okay. There's a that spoiler. there are spoilers okay, and strong opinions. I mean, this movie also came out 25 years ago. It's so like, mm, we're probably fine. But yeah. um, there's a moment when Kevin Bacon's character, who you think this whole time has been like a quote unquote good cop, which that's a different podcast we'll talk about, but um, to talk about that topic, but um, he like reveals himself to be like in on the plan and it's just like, okay. I uh, think I have seen this yeah, movie. Yeah, and it's just like a moment where I just like, my whole reaction was just, cause we've already, I'm gonna say this is twist like seven out of nine oh in the God. movie. Oh and he just like, God. he's in a shower and the shower curtain just opens and it's just Jesus. Kevin Bacon. And I'm just like, what? <laughs> After already having uttered what so many times. So that oh, just stuck out so to funny. me. And I promised Scott that I would mention wild things on this podcast, oh God, which is, is the reason he made us watch it last night. Oh, that is so, so funny. You're welcome, oh Scott. Yay. That's so funny. I think that's one of those movies that was always playing when I was a kid mm-hmm. on some channel. And so yes. I must have seen it in parts. Oh, mm-hmm. sure. Uh, like there's, there's other movies that are like that, that it's just like, I've, I think I've seen the entire movie, but maybe not in order. Yeah. You <laughs> like don't I've need just to. seen like every scene no one needs separately. To. I'm going to give that, I'm going to give a little, you know, call out to your listeners. Don't watch it. Uh, <laughs> you oh. don't need to. But strong opinions. Yeah. Strong right out of the gate. There you go. Oh, it sounds, it sounds fun. <laughs> well, 
I've already forgotten what we're supposed to talk about today. Mm. We're talking about West Side oh, Story. Oh, Shall we get to it? Let's do it. <laughs> All right. We're going to start with the synopsis. It's my turn. Um, Go for it. Okay. Oh, Sammy, you just want to whip out a synopsis real quick? I mean, I probably could, but I'm going to let Pavi take this right, one out of the kindness of my heart. <laughs> Wonderful. So, uh, New York City, 1950s. The west side of Manhattan? I don't mm -hmm. know. Yeah, yeah Manhattan. Mm -hmm. That's what I figured. Uh, racial tensions are rising here as Puerto Ricans represented by a gang called the Sharks uh, encroach on what the white gang, the Jets, perceive to be their turf. And the hatred is coming to a head as Tony, the former leader who's retired, meets Maria, the sister of the leader of the Sharks, mm -hmm. at a public dance function and fall into a passionate and childlike love. Mm -hmm. However, the young lovers are dragged into the violence in the streets, and despite the efforts of a few well-intentioned players, um, Anita, Maria's closest friend and lover of Maria's brother, mm -hmm. and Doc, a local pharmacist who runs a neighborhood hangout, Tony and Maria struggle to escape somewhere their young love may blossom before their story ends in tragedy. Beautiful. So a modern kind of take on uh, Romeo. Modern. A modern, quote unquote, <laughs> now ancient. Well, compared, compared to Romeo and Juliet. Yes, yes. 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 Compared to Romeo and Juliet. Absolutely yes. right. It is a Romeo and Juliet once more. Um, and uh, the music is by Leonard Bernstein. The lyrics, lyrics are Sondheim. Sondheim. And the script is Arthur Lawrence. Yes. Uh, and the choreography is Jerome Robbins, Jerome and all Robbins. of them are brilliant. It is a brilliant, brilliant show. Um, and uh, let's uh, kind of set our table of contents here about like what we're going to talk about today a little bit. Okay. Um, Getting formal. Yeah, I know <laughs> that there is something that happens every single time that I see this story, and it happens in other stories too, um, but it's a story that when I watch it, same thing happens with uh, Romeo and Juliet specifically, but every time I see it, I forget what's going to happen. Yeah. Not like intellectually, but I forget that it's not going to end well. And I, right. and I am, uh, I would like to explore how a story is able to do that a little bit. Okay, great. Let's do it. What about you? Um, well, this version of the show, um, there have been, Many there's two movies, and the this is the original stage production. But there also was a a recent revival that also it adds elements of Spanish and and some other different changes. Um, and I just want to explore like the each iteration more so than even other shows like change with the uh, change the um like the song order a little bit and mm -hmm. the. And like the changes made between each version, I find fascinating. Mm -hmm. I want to kind of explore why they're making these changes and which ones we think work better than others. Yeah, great. And I'll look <laughs> at it <laughs> um, from my perspective of working on it um, at the yes. Lyric Opera. Um, as a dialect coach, the sort of accent choices or um kind of what is you know asked of in terms of accents by the show and the different mm -hmm. decisions that can be made um and the decisions that we went with at lyric opera um and decisions that are made in other versions so like colin said there's the two movies the one from mm -hmm. um 1961 i think and yeah, the early 60s yes and one from 2021 
mm. that Steven Spielberg remade. And then, um, yeah, there's, I mean, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't see the original Broadway production in 1957. <laughs> I don't know what, what I was doing. Um, <laughs> yeah, but I know but, you've listened to the Yes, the but I listened to the soundtrack many a time. Yeah. And then there were actually two very, like um, talked about recent revivals on Broadway. One that Colin mm. mentioned with the Spanish yes, language, the Spanish. and then one um, right before the pandemic that made a lot of cuts. I think they cut oh, a lot right. of Maria's I totally stuff. Know. I think that was Ivo Van Hulk. What is his name? I don't know his name. That <laughs> 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 was a million and I me. Um, I didn't see it, and I don't really know much about it, but I know that they yeah. cut. Like I feel pretty. They yeah. cut a lot of Maria right. stuff. I remember that. Um, yeah. yeah, and then the and then this lyric oh, opera curious, production is curious. actually a revival of its own production mm. from 2019. That's right. Yeah. Um, I so about I didn't that see too. the 2019 production, um, but I don't believe they had a dialect coach for that one. But they did for this one. And just to be clear, I was dialect and diction coach, so I did mm. both of those oh, things for this. Oh, great! Yes. I didn't even know that. Yeah. Surprise. <laughs> well, I guess you didn't read my bio in the program then. No, I'm kidding. I um, did. Mm, well, so maybe not the title. Yeah. I don't know if mm, I. Mm, 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 well, that's great. I have. I also have a lot of questions mm, great. I'm for ready. you, perhaps, if we get to them yeah. um, about the dialect I coaching. Uh, I know, but it's, I, mean, I just mean that, she, that uh, you may answer them as we go and I won't have to Thank ask you. them. But um, well, what do you guys want to start? I was about to say, like, we have a guest. Why don't we start? Yeah, let's start there. Okay, let's great. start with what, what, uh, yeah, where do you want to start? You, you guide us on your journey. Um, sure. I can just talk a little bit about like my um, approach with the show and kind of what was asked of me. Sure. Yeah. If that's interesting. That um, is. Yeah. And if you can give just like, um, like as you are doing that, just like notes about the, the current production yes. that like are specific to that yeah, production. Absolutely. So, um, when I was brought onto the show, um, like I said, this is a revival. So there was kind of some thoughts going on on like what worked and what didn't work last time. And a couple of the cast members were repeats from their um, <clears throat> first production of it. Um, and so a couple things that I was told um, by various people, because I had chats with the director, associate director and the um, conductor um, about making sure the accents were light I have mm. opinions on that, which I'll talk mm -hmm. about in a moment. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, can talk when talking to the conductor, conductor James Lowe, um, making sure that we have some bleed of the accent into the song, but not mm. detracting from the operatic style of a lot of the songs, not all right. of them, but many of them. Mm -hmm. And then um, finding some levels, particularly for the Puerto Rican accents, to represent the differences between um, Maria's relationship with English, who has only been in the U.S. for a month, versus like Anita and Bernardo and the rest of the sharks. Yeah. Um, and so um, I'm, I'm really proud of this production, so I'm gonna be majorly biased going in and being like, I think it went really well, good job um, to me, but uh, no, also to the, to the actors. Um, I yeah. think they did fantastically well and kind of navigated um, for the shark characters, Maria in particular, how that could feel both authentic, but also keep it light. Mm. And there's also the challenge that in the lyric opera space, it is massive, yeah, way bigger than theater. any Broadway huge, stage, huge. I think. Oh, the yeah. house Absolutely. is 3,500 seats, it's a 43 piece orchestra, and it's just a huge, huge stage. Yeah. So there's also just like any accent is gonna have to be light because just of the 
level of space you have to get your voice over, even with microphones, it's yeah. a lot. So a lot of my job was just like diction, mm. but, um, yeah, working with, um, the actress who played Maria, whose name is Kanisha, she is Puerto Rican. Mm -hmm. Um, and, but not from Puerto Rico, but finding kind of what felt authentic to her, um, in terms of what her family sounds like. Mm, um, so there were some like specific sounds like the, like the Y sound, which in some, you know, Latin accents is like a, a ju, ju, like mm -hmm. did you, did you, mm -hmm. and it doesn't go quite that hard in Puerto Rico. So it's more like a ju, 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 oh. but then finding that for Anita and Bernardo who have been in the U S for longer, that that wouldn't be as prevalent and that we kind of lean more to what's called a New Yorican accent, uh -huh, which yeah. is kind of a mix of New York and Puerto Rico. But mm. also then for Bernardo finding the level of like, he is resisting yeah. um, being in the U S at this point and kind of celebrating Puerto Rico and like wanting to go back or just kind of, you know, because of the racism he's been facing, like not feeling super included in America. What? Mm. Um, yeah, so I, th I, th I think everyone did really well. And there were like notes I would get of like, oh, their accent's so strong. And I had to sort of like calm people down and be like, no, actually they're just talking really fast, which is like a true, oh. a true Puerto Rican accent is really fast. But like yes. anyone in any accent on that stage has to slow down. It doesn't matter what the accent is. So, um, and so for the actress playing Anita, whose name is Amanda, she is just a fast talker. Generally, she is like mm. New Yorican, like in her whole, like she was raised as a New Yorican woman. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and so she had to sort of slow herself down while making it still feel authentic. And so like, that's something we worked on oh, in private session a lot is just like finding what can feel true for the character without you know, leaving the audience behind. Right. So anyway, that was a long <laughs> spiel and now I'll take yeah. your questions. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know if that's what you wanted, but that's what no, I got. that's great. Yeah. Um, I uh, was wondering, um, first of all, I just wanted to cut in and say, I agree, like we saw it and I think the accent work was- I thought it was excellent. Was notable. Yeah. Like it was, like you said, I think it was very clear that like the transition into, um, from speaking dialect to- mm -hmm. To song dialect it was like like the the touches were there yeah um but like not so but like i thought the the vocals the singing vocals were still very yeah genuine to the character they mm -hmm. were they they aligned yeah mm -hmm. yes genuine to the character and the the style of music yeah. originally yeah. um and i especially within the sharks like the the i i found it was very clear like what, like how long they've been there or how, like what sort of kind of reverence towards Puerto Rico versus New York mm -hmm. based on the strength of accent versus like Puerto Rican versus New York and how, which one was winning out. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think that's a really interesting observation and I'm, I'm glad that you brought it up, but uh, I think maybe a lot of, um, it's, I think you've complained about this before, just generally, <laughs> just, just generally like, in your life. just generally that like, you know, when you do really good work dialect wise, no one says oh, no anything one about knows. it mm -hmm. because no one will notice because that's the right. point. Yeah. Yes. Um, and so I think it just gets overlooked frequently, but those considerations about the character's past really do, you can see 
about the character by how yeah. they speak and how right. they speak will reflect how they feel. Yeah. Um, it's, t- it's, a- it's action. It's yeah. like telling mm-hmm. the story without having to like say the words or do the thing. Right. It's just like built in that we can tell in that scene between um, Bernardo and Anita where they're like, you know, <laughs> right before we could talk about this uh, right before yeah. America mm-hmm. where they're like, they're having their kind of face off about, the benefits of Puerto Rico and um, America. And like, even in that, we hear the differences of like how people are wanting to, yeah. uh, to speak in that, mm-hmm. like without having to say it, like it's already happening. We already mm-hmm. know uh, kind of their opinions. Yeah. Yeah. And something um, I also talked about with the actor who plays Tony, whose name is Ryan. Um, there are Tony's often don't have any New York accent. I believe in the original movie he like didn't do anything. Nothing. No. Yeah. Um, and it really bothers <laughs> yeah, me. Yeah, that bothers me too. Um, I'm like maybe he sucked at it, and they were like, cut it, cut it. Um, <laughs> right, but right. I feel like it was like, oh well, not him because he's our hero, he's our love interest. Yeah. Which I'm like is so problematic because it's like yes. okay, so someone with a regional accent can't be in love. Um, well, and, and so, then it's like it's really saying that like that is the standard, and everyone else is right. other. Right, yeah. exactly. Which is Yeah, and, and <laughs> yeah. so like, um, you know, I, again, I think Ryan is doing fantastic work mm-hmm. in the show, um, accent-wise and overall, I think he's just a really great Tony. Um, I, I but it really, it, like, it doesn't make, to me, like, dramaturgical sense for him not to have a New York accent, because I'm like, he left the, sh- the Jets a month ago, so what, yeah. did he go to, like, accent training class <laughs> in that month? Right, yeah, right. <laughs> sure. He um, should sound exactly yeah, like Riff. Exactly, <laughs> yeah. and he's also, like, he was the leader of the Jets yes. a month ago, and so, yeah. like, he needs, not that, like, I want to necessarily associate a New York accent with toughness, because that's also problematic, but I'm like, he should still have their rhythms and like their well they probably like got he might their feel. rhythms from right, him exactly. right yeah exactly so yeah so i i worked hard again with tony just to find the balance of not getting it too strong or like making it sound like a stereotype or something or he's like oh riff what are you doing you know like um but yeah where i could feel authentic and and again like make sense within his storyline yeah and i also think what what ryan does well that i don't think all tonys do well is it to me, I'm like, you do seem like you were just the leader of a gang and that you've been like reforming. Whereas yeah. like to me, yeah. the Tony in the original movie, I'm like, you're such a, such a softie. Yeah. Like, like I, I don't, don't believe you. think you're, I like it really, don't it buy honestly, it as much that like, I'm like in an hour, you're going to kill Bernardo. And I don't, I don't say yeah, it. Yes. It took me <laughs> yeah. like a couple watches to be like, oh my God, he was in the gang before. Yeah. Like, I, I never, I, I, it I never missed. clicked for me like, and I th- <laughs> until way later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. um, yeah, so I think, again, the accent work just has to make sense within, like, yeah. what the show is. Um, but I think, like, what, what Ryan's doing well with Tony, he's also bringing a little bit more, like, this is so detailed, I don't know if your listeners care about this, but, like, I do. he's, <laughs> yeah, he's, like, bringing um, some more, like, pitch variation to okay. his accent, so it sounds a little more, like, musical, yeah. which makes sense because, like, his songs are going to be more operatic than like yes. what riff is going to sing, which is are more like, um, kind of more direct speech to singing mm-hmm. type yeah. things, as opposed to Tony moving into something like Maria or tonight or one hand. I mean, heart. it's literally Shakespeare. Like they're yeah. literally yeah. like taking the form and being like, this is verse and prose. Like yeah. they literally do that yeah. even with song style. I think yeah. Well, our associate director actually gave our Tony and Maria the, um, 
meeting scene in Romeo and Juliet and the um, balcony scene for them to read, not during rehearsal, yes. just on their own to be like, these scenes are these scenes. Like yeah. the, you are on a balcony, she was on a balcony. Like this yes. is yeah. this is like Maria is the, you know, um, uh, it is the East and Juliet is the sun. Yes. You know, that that's what that is. And yeah. I think this is a great, I'm gonna Please. transition. Go. Um, because this is a great um, segue to talk about Something that I think the new movie kind of does, it, it's just like a missed opportunity. Mm-hmm. Is it like it really strayed from that kind of the the moments that felt really elevated? Like all movies nowadays are like, they're trying to like make everything as realistic mm-hmm. and, and living in realism as possible. And it takes away some of the magic for me yeah. because uh, something I I really noticed in the 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 dance scene, which is essentially like that that meat scene, um, that the way they're talking in the middle of their their dance number when they first meet, I'm like they're talking in poetry. Yeah, they're like, it's it's so beautiful. Not, it, it's not. It's not a natural conversation, which mm-hmm. they made very, very naturalistic in the new movie, and it yeah, like hyper naturalistic. Like I'm like, and like to be fair, I, I guess watching the that new movie the first time uh, when you know we went to the movie theater and watched it, I I liked it. I I, I enjoyed it very much. But now, like <laughs> having seen the production again, because uh, I've seen it a ton of times, but now yeah. seeing it so fresh and new, and then immediately watching that scene again from the new movie, it really yeah. like, it just, it shows how good that original script was and able to do it and how important that moment is mm-hmm. that in the movie they don't really, it it, yeah, the new it movie gets in the, sure. its own way. Well, and that scene, so they have like this, I think it's like a 10 line exchange when they first meet yeah. and it is timed. It's timed to, to the, the breaks in the music That's and what the dancers are doing. So that was something they actually had to work on with no, our, I knew that. our Tony and Maria is like, you have to say this the same Skinny way every chills. time because <laughs> they're gonna, <laughs> so good. The, those doing like the ballet dance in back of you are going to time their moves on your words, not just the music. So yeah, to, I, um, I watched the new movie three hours ago for the first time. <laughs> I, I did it. my homework. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that scene for me was like, they're like hiding. I'm yeah, like, I don't, right? I'm like, I like in the original movie and in the musical, they like take center stage literally. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like the world right. melts away. Yeah. Yeah, everything, it's so beautiful. They're yeah. not afraid in that moment and it's dangerous. Right. Yeah. Right. And I, and I also just, they changed the dialogue in the new movie, Ugh, which I knew they so would. Much. And it was so of like course. clunky. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and I they also. They tried to make it more natural, but yeah, it felt really clunky. It was re- like, it's not I a agree. natural scene. And they it's also, not. I feel, I mean, I did it. I, I enjoyed the new movie. I didn't love it. I did uh-huh. not think the Tony Maria had like any chemistry. Well, that, yeah. And I think that's I because was... of that naturalism thing. It was like, yes. they made it so clunky when maybe if they had used the original script, maybe then it, that magic, I guess this is part of like what my, my topic today mm-hmm. is like about. It's like how the, that magic lives in the story through those words and how it's timed out like that. Um, right. I mean, like anytime you're using, like you Maybe it can be used as a crutch, but if you're using things that aren't realism, if you there's there's a it it gets to our 
we understand it as real without it having to be perfect. And I think when you're doing, trying to do that, this like realism where it's like, it's just a conversation. If there's anything like Sammy, you were saying, like if their chemistry isn't on, if they're not like really acting like perfectly, then we lose it. Then we, we then we can, we can pinpoint it. But when there's like, even like a magical realism, even, mm -hmm. but like if there's any sort of style, it kind of, it's like a, it's like an impressionist painting where it's like, yeah, we don't need, um, adjusting the microphone. Um, mm -hmm. we, we don't need to see like the clear, the clear lines on things. If things are blurred, it's almost easier to actually see a real image and as you get closer to realism, there's that, I mean, that's what Uncanny Valley is. We're, we're getting too close to it that it's so easy to see when things are weird and off. Yeah. It's easier when it's kind of close. Blurred. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. Um, I also think <laughs> I ate it. Um, <laughs> and I also think to buy into the fact that they're going to quote, get married in a day, mm -hmm. like when they have their little fake marriage in the, mm -hmm. in any iteration of it, it's like, yeah. it has to be heightened. Making yes. it yeah. real uh -huh. felt, I was like, this is so awkward. You guys it's are so weird. Awkward. And also in the new movie, I'm like, you're so much older than her. This feels creepy. <laughs> I don't <laughs> like it. That's um, yeah. So it, I just like, it, and, and they took away their joy. They yeah. were so serious yes. in the new movie. And I'm what I, again, I'm going to just keep being really biased towards this production I did. But what I like about this Tony and Maria in the Lyric Opera production is they are goofy teenagers. Yes. Hands like, down, it's hands down my yes. favorite Maria mm -hmm. and Tony I've ever seen. Yeah, the, yes. the scene where they are playing with the mannequins is so cute, it's so <gasps> goofy. Oh my God, I loved it. Um, and they're both like silly in love and then they also, it feels like this natural transition when they do their little fake marriage and they're like, but we're really in love. Yeah. Because they're young and they yes. think they are and they think they can solve all the world's problems problems oh my God. with love but in the new movie it um yeah <laughs> i'm like there's no <laughs> they're so serious together and they also and they stretch out the this time is this so is something much. that bothers me in like romantic movies or romantic comedies in general and bothers me about romeo and juliet i i mm. so am bothered by couples that only talk about themselves as a couple. Like when mm. all their dialogue is about like, well, how can we be together? Or I love you and oh, this is why yeah. I love you. I'm like, I wanna see you talk about something stupid or yes. just something that isn't the two of you or all the obstacles you're facing. Yeah. And that's why oh, I actually- I've never even thought never about thought that. About yeah. That. Yeah. I that's, don't find myself taken in by a lot of Romeo and Juliet's. Um, also, cause like, can we stop for a few years, but moving on, um, <laughs> <laughs> but with that, but, um, strong opinion, um, but yeah, as I'm like, I just, I don't care about you as a couple. Cause mm. I'm like, I don't see your real humanity. I just see you sort yeah. of like narcissistically being like, but us and our love and right. everything's against us. And I'm like, it's like the Bechdel but, test for. Yeah, romance. yeah, yeah, exactly. But I'm like, how am I supposed to buy you going off and living together if you've never had a real conversation together? Which I will say for Romeo and Juliet is like, you're not, I don't know that. Like you're yeah. not supposed to buy right. it. Yeah. Like yes. I think yes. it's, that's part of, um, yeah. What I, cause, cause what I always think about for Romeo and Juliet, um, and I even think West Side Story does it better. But mm -hmm. um, it's it's like it, when I read it, when I read the script, I'm like, this is stupid. They're stupid. <laughs> like these kids are so dumb. Like 
why would this happen? Like, it's just like, it's frustrating. But every time I see it in person, I'm like, oh my God, it's so sad. Like I always, mm -hmm. it's always moving. The worst production mm -hmm. I've ever seen is also moving, you know, like yeah. it's, um, and even, even West Side Story lives, lives in that world where for me, uh, I love the story and I'm always moved by it. Even when I think I'm, I think if I read West Side Story, like as a book, I think I would be much more moved than I am when I read Romeo and Juliet. Yeah. Because like, like you said, Sammy, like I, it is harder to believe that they would do that. And something mm -hmm. about West Side Story, I don't know what it is, but it's like, I buy it. There's, yeah, I buy that. Um, and I will always, I will always be moved by it, even when the, the, the version is different. Yeah. I don't know. Do you, what, do you have an opinion is on that my... West Side Story? <laughs> you can, you can have a transition to that. Yeah, we, yeah. we've but been I talking will, a lot. Is that my transition? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, the that is kind of the it's conundrum kind of it's kind of what i'm yeah, yeah, yeah. what i'm aiming at cuz there it's um i've lost my train of thought it is so you derailed. were talking about it was like the the element where you're surprised yeah that i am i am surprised it's like the moulin rouge yes i was going to say I... there's like other other films and stories that that we encounter that are that are similar um that it's this universality element maybe um that there's also like the way things are set up for their wants and needs seem really aligned Okay. So it's like I th I'm like thinking about like what the recipes are. Like what what other um, stories do you guys know that like every single time you watch it, you're like you just like are so sucked into it, and you're just kind of surprised every time, even though you like know even it. You know, you know, um, like you know it's gonna happen. I would say Titanic for me. Oh, I know he's yes. gonna. I know he's not gonna make it, but like I get so sucked does. in. Yeah. And I just I really right. hope. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's another movie. Like I mean, we talked about that. You just had your your little birth your, yes. your little birthday party. Oh. Um, your birthday party with that I I couldn't be there, but you guys yes. screened it. Yeah, we screened Titanic, and mm -hmm. yeah, it was really. I mean, I'd seen it several times over mm -hmm. the years, but it's like but the really actual writing of the dialogue. Dialogue not, not great, incredible, mm -mm. and yet, but still. Something is very moving. Yeah, and it's and still really intriguing. I think. I mean, I think they have great chemistry in yes. that movie, yeah. Leonardo DiCaprio and Kate in Winslet. Every movie. Um, mm. Yeah, <laughs> but they're, they're in like three movies. But I think at least. I think. I think for me, it is this thing I was talking about with them. We do get to see them talk about things that are in ourselves. We talk about art, or they? Not we. I'm not there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they talk about art. Um, uh -huh. They, you know, kind of talk about like their views on life. You know, they yeah. aren't just talking about like, oh, we want to be together and we can't be together. And how are we going to be together? And I think right. that for me is, um, I, I don't know if I, if this speaks to you, Pavi, in terms of what you're yeah. talking about, maybe that's why West Side Story can do that for you because you can envision them as a real, for me, I'll say, I won't put words in your mouth. Sure. I can envision them <laughs> as a real couple when it has like this in the musical it has them, uh, time to have fun and be silly, yeah. which for me allows me to forget that there's urgency to the story. 
Right. You know, because in reality, I know that they have less than 48 hours to be together. But if they really take their time with Mm -hmm. the silliness, then I'm like, oh, they have all the time in the world to be together (laughs) because they don't need to make a plan. They can just be silly and fun and do nothing, you know? Oh, my God. That's like, that's really interesting. That's very, because that's exactly right. Like the problems I have, especially with the newer movie, are that like these really drawn out serious things. Like my one, um, like I hate. I hate changing the scene in the dress shop to like the trip to the the church. To I the monastery, so tr- stupid, oh, so stupid. What a terrible, terrible choice. I hate Thank it. You, it's just yes. like way too serious. Yes. But also like I, I don't love the riff in that movie because they made him so serious. I'm like, do you mm-hmm. even like him, Tony? Like, like why do you like, like him? Where's mm-hmm. the chemistry? He didn't have chemistry with Tony or the rest of the gang. I yeah. was like, mm-hmm. shouldn't he be fun? They're kids. That's the other part of mm-hmm. the, the thing about this show and Romeo and Juliet and about finding those moments. It's very interesting. I very rarely think about the things that like make it feel real that aren't like story propelling and how that actually is story propelling. Yeah. Um, but now that you're, you're saying that like one of the elements that I thought worked really well, that all of the kids seems like kids at, at in moments, mm-hmm. like all of the, the both sides of the gangs felt like children in different times. Mm-hmm. And that is always very moving in a way that like that, the new movie isn't. Is they're not movie. kids. Um, <laughs> they're all adults. They're not, they're <laughs> not. Um, and they're like, they're these kids that have to deal with these like very harsh realities of the, of the world. Yeah. And it's, I think it's, it ends up being very moving in, in that sense. But I, I, that's very interesting. You say that, that those are the things that are grounding you to the storytelling. I would have never yeah. considered that. And what are the, like, what do you think are the essential ingredients to make that happen? I have some okay. ideas and we've mentioned, like you say, the the fun parts, but there's some the setup that the, needs to happen in order to even make that possible. In terms of like a structure, like a, a structure or even kind of like objects of desire need to be set up. Like there's something that's really interesting about elements. Yeah, what are what are the actual elements of the story that we need in order to like kind of build it so that when they do have fun, we're looking at it being like, oh my god, they're having fun, and it's like (laughs) dreams come true, even though I know it's going to go badly, but I don't care. Well, I think something even like even tied to what Sammy was saying, like having those, like feeling like the the urgency and the danger is a totally separate plot line than the than the romantic um, mm-hmm. build. Like that feels like it lives in its own world yeah. until they collide. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, we're talking about Moulin Rouge, like her sickness is not anything to do. Like it is not brought up between her and him ever. Right. Like it's not part of that. And so when it happens, when they like, we're in this moment where we're reveling in the win of their right. and it comes. relationship and it's like a, a loss in this other dangerous thing that has happened. And yeah. I think that's like setting those two storylines on, on, on a collision course. Yes. Yeah. That but, feel but like, of a collision course. But, but they don't feel like a collision course when you're watching it. Right. They, when you they keep collide, them very they separate. do. Right. You're like, oh, maybe, especially with Romeo and Juliet, with uh, West Side Story, it's like their love is strong enough to win. <laughs> and right. that is just like it the real world happens still. And it's, I think that is, it feels like 
we're setting it up that this trajectory, this win in this trajectory will be the win of the right. show. And then it's undercut by the Well, and thing. even in that last scene of the musical, there's um, the two line, the final lines that Tony and Maria share together is Tony says, I didn't believe hard enough. And Maria says, loving is enough. And it's like, but girl, it ain't because he's about it's to not, die. Yeah, um, because not, he finally, you know, you're like you're saying, Colin, their love yeah. finally collided with the realities yes. of the worlds they live in and the different backgrounds they come from because he got shot. Yeah. Um, by Chino, and he's oh going God, to die. Loving it. Every, every single time. Yeah. Every single time. And it's so awesome. fast. It's, that whole oh last gosh. scene is just like. Oh, mm -hmm. the way they do it in at Lyric just killed me, too. It was horrible. I just, oh, my God. Mm -hmm. It really. Wonderful and horrible. <laughs> and I think the Maria, some of the best acting I've seen in that scene. Mm. Since Natalie Wood. Yeah. I, I love Natalie Wood yeah. in that scene. Yeah. She's so, like, some of the best. Yeah acting in a movie musical of all time. Yep. Don't you touch him. And while I believe that Ariana DeBose is like the quintessential Anita and I, I think she's the best and I don't think yeah. anyone can touch her. Um, I, the, the, the woman at Lyric is fantastic. Like yeah. incredible as well. Really great. And I also think like, that Ariana DeBose is given a lot more material than Anita is yes. in the musical. Oh my gosh, yes. that is so she like, is. Because kind of as the movie was starting, I was like, I don't know, see why she won an Oscar. Like she's doing well. And then there were the like, just the <sighs> moments that were added yeah. for her character. And I'm like, oh. Well, she's the only one that was able to even make use of them. Everybody right. else like, exactly. was given all this like well, crap. And, like, <laughs> this, the scene right after, the, it's a very short little scene right after a boy like that. She's, these are oh lines gosh. only in the movie where oh she gosh, says, I so... can never forgive yes. him. I... Can you forgive me? And then, Anita's basically like, no, you have to go away. Yeah, it's it, perfect. It's so like that it moment was heart wrenching me. for me. Yeah. A, because I wasn't expecting it because yes. those are not the lines in the original exactly. movie or in the musical. And B, because I'm like, that is the truth of Anita. Yeah. Like the Anita in yep, the musical yep, 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 has yep. to just be like, Chino has a gun. Let's get back to the plan. And yeah. I'm like, no, like she just identified her boyfriend's body. Like, yeah. let's I, get back to that. I will say if like... The, that is one thing that I think the production at Lyric didn't do amazing mm -hmm. is they like let them reconcile after a boy yes. like that. Mm -hmm. And I think that is a mistake. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They like in the original movie, they don't yeah. like Rita Moreno is still like furious pissed. Like yeah. she is so mad, even though she's like, yes, I'll do that for you or whatever. Like however that ends. But like, you can tell she is like not happy. And there's like, we were sitting far enough away. I couldn't really see faces um, at Lyric, but like they have this like embrace and it's like this, like, no, we understand each other. And I think there needs to be like a tiny element of that, but something that that new movie does brilliantly is the changes to that scene. Mm -hmm. That's like really the only time I'm like, yes, mm -hmm. that is what the, that movie does the best is they made Anita. They really filled out that character mm -hmm. in a way that I'm like, this is incredible. And even just like the other, I did like the changes. Did, oh, I have a question. Yeah. Did Lyric, do you know if, you said it was a revival of their mm -hmm. most recent thing. Did they have um, a woman play Doc in that production as well? No. Okay, mm. so they just copied <laughs> the new yes. movie. Yes, but movie. not directly because the, in no, the new course, movie yeah, yeah. she's 
She's a and, new character. No, they don't right. change the they don't change the script. Right, right, right. Because because Rena Moreno is like very different meaning for Doc to for Rena for not Rena, <laughs> that's who she really is for that character yeah. to um, be Puerto Rican. Yes. Um, but yes, Doc in this production is a black woman. Um, so they still I think are kind of leading off of that of oh, having got it. Um, something different about Doc, I guess yeah. I'll yes. say. Yeah, yeah, where she's, and what and what she- um, Still like an otherness. Yeah, exactly, where she isn't quite for the Jets or the Sharks. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I mean, I think there's some leaning for Doc and the cops towards the Jets, certainly, mm-hmm. but that she uh, well, has- sure. And in, in the actor who played Doc tried to, I don't know if she was really able to just because of the limiting like lines that yeah. she has. Because it's not but try to, Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Try to show that like, she just wants the best for all of these boys. Yeah. Yes, and I think yeah. that was definitely clear um, that Doc was definitely neutral. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. There's something I interesting too. I think I did find resistance in like that she was fighting against what was in the script? Yeah, yes. I think, um, and that's not, obviously not her fault. There's something I, interesting about having uh, like a female adult representative yes, too, because absolutely. some like all the adults are men, and there were a few instances where like um, what's his name from the dance who runs the dance? Glad was, Hand. Yeah, Glad Hand is oh, a yeah, yeah. woman yes, also. Exactly. And so having like a mix of men and women adults mm-hmm. was, I think that was is, interesting. That, that is, yeah. is um, an interesting element. I, I think. Uh, what I want to kind of dissect a little is how these objects of desire play into this. So, and what I mean by this is there's like, an, there is a, a thing that strikes me every time I think, and this might align with you um, saying that the two plots are separate. We have yeah. like the problem and then like the love plot. Uh-huh. Tony starts the show wanting something new. Yeah. He wants something like he he thinks like, you know, great luck is coming and he's not like looking for love or anything like that. Yeah. But it's this he wants something out of his life just Almost generally like related to Sammy's like he has goals beyond yeah. mm-hmm. finding love. Right. He has <laughs> right, exactly. That it's and that how the people you know, and Maria has something similar where she's like, come to this new country and she wants to like be an adult and she wants to go do this fun thing at this dance. And she's like hoping for that excitement. They both have these things that are very tangible or intangible, I guess, really. But like mm-hmm. it's it's visceral, these things that they want and the people around them are kind of like, they're all playing like pool. <laughs> it's like, uh, and I guess like all stories are kind of like this, but it's like you have this transfer of energy going back and forth. Like who is actually enabling your agency? Who is um, defeating your agency? And when do they do that and why and how things change within the story? I think there's something in there about why this works so well uh, to uh, surprise me. Where it's like when you have the he comes out and he says, you know, there's something coming and it's something good and it's awesome. Um, and who in the world there is like helping him get it, get that thing. Yeah. And there's like Maria's helping. And then like Anita's like is helping Maria a little bit too. Bernardo's coming in and he's like resisting. Mm-hmm. Um, 
it's the layering of all these people and what they want and transferring of energy in this way. It's like, it feels like this dance of like, <laughs> of, of motivations and resistance. I, I, I think a similar thing happens in Berlin. A similar thing happens in Titanic where you have like all these people who want all these different things and it's like really clear what they want. Mm -hmm. And they're like, they run into each other. They're like particles, you know, uh, just kind of like bouncing around everywhere. They're kind of like individual agents on their own. Yeah. And when are or they it's not like the room, the rom-com thing where like there's the two people and there's like everyone serves. Right. Yeah. Characters. Yeah. Everybody is kind of serving their own thing, but they're also making decisions to serve each other. Right. So it's like you have these relationships getting built with Tony ends up getting redirected by uh, Riff. He doesn't want to do this. And Riff's like, I know you want the special thing, but you got to come with me to the dance. Mm -hmm. I know you don't want to do that, but will you? And he does it, right? So it's like, it's not just people only wanting the things that they want. They're also like doing things for each other. And how much does that screw you over? There's like a, there's something like, I'm I'm mm -hmm. I'm rambling and being unclear. Yeah, I'm, I'm be, There's something like almost Greek mythology um, well, I was just catharsis about, it, about it, it. It feels like um, there's a fated what is it? The fate. That's like um, like the uh, impossible machine, but the mm. uh, something machine. There's like a the old Greek play uh, where it's just like oh. the they the. It was all uh, in the meant end, to be like, it was all going to be this way, no matter what infernal machine, infernal machine, infernal right? Machine. Yeah. Where it is like, but I mean, Romeo and Juliet, Milan, those, those all have an element of like, it was fate. It like feels like that. Even if yeah. it's not like God is right. Setting this. But it's like, there was no forth. other way this could have gone despite wanting all of these people to get the things that they want. Mm -hmm. We want all of them to get what they want. Yeah. And it's like the same, the same way that it's like watching, like, you know, the future and because you know, the future, you're trying to change the future, but it still ends up the same way. Yeah. yeah. I think it comes down to me for like, um, realizing characters values okay. and like what characters end up doing that. It's like, well, I had to do it cause it's the right thing to do, Yeah, which seems often like their sort of, um, fatal flaw, um, to, or to be Greek, the Amartya. Yes. Um, <laughs> um, like, so for example, you know, Tony goes to stop the rumble, um, and he ends up killing Bernardo, right. but it's because yeah. he, because Bernardo killed Riff and Riff is his, like his brother. Yeah. So it's like, even though his intention was to stop the rumble, he has these values in him that go beyond just his like initial, I mean, that's like, yeah. I guess what obstacles are like his initial objective to come in, to stop the fight, to develop his relationship with Maria. But then he ends up doing just instinctively, he certainly doesn't think about it yes. because Riff is murdered. Um, he, and he has this value of doing what's right, defending his friends, you know, yeah. all of that. Then he ends up doing the thing that's going to screw over him and Maria, which right. is killing yeah, Bernardo. That's interesting. That's, yeah, yeah. Because like you, I mean like that, that's why, especially if we're playing into their youth, 
that works really well because developmentally it makes sense that you've like, especially in this like very traumatic environment that these kids have grown up in, they have very specific um, blueprint for how they Mm -hmm. need to behave and how they, and, and it becomes so um, ingrained that it is reactive. It's -hmm. like those, those values, like you were saying, like they, it becomes a biological reaction. It is not like, no matter what he says to Maria, it doesn't matter. Like there's just there. That's why, like you were saying, Sammy, it's important for Tony to feel like he was part of that gang. Mm -hmm. So we know that he has the same trauma and that same reactivity that these other kids have, even if he's dreaming bigger Mm -hmm. because that's the real world coming in and that's the, that's the hand of fate. That is yeah. what it is. It's, the cultural grammar is actually writing the programming. And what I think is really, and maybe, maybe I find it more um, moving in West Side Story than Romeo and Juliet because society and culture doesn't function the same way as it did in Romeo and Juliet, but it does yeah. essentially the, yeah. the same well, in yeah. West Side Story. And it comes to a value that I think still gets brought up a lot in current media is like, well, it's family, which is like a value that like ah. I work really <laughs> hard against. Cause yeah. like not to get into it, but like, I don't have a good relationship with my father. So I don't feel that like, well, he's family. So I have to whatever, for whatever. Um, I think it's a very new idea yeah. to say that like blood is not necessarily thicker than water. Yeah. yeah. But you know, that's at least not really talked about in Romeo and Juliet. It may have been a value then of like, well, it's family, so you have to, but it isn't really sort of, uh, for me at least, like known if that was, but in the 50s, certainly like family values were very important. That's kind of like the time period where we get them from today um, is like the 1950s. Like it's the proper family, you know what I mean? And like so many of these kids, um, particularly the Jets have these really rough home lives that they, I mean, they actually are creating chosen family, chosen family and there's sure. to me in the script, the kind of very vague reference to the fact that Tony might have a better home than some of the other jets because Riff goes to live with Tony mm-hmm. for four and a half years, um, which means that they would have lived together. I would think at least in their like mid teens beyond yeah, sure. um, so that maybe Tony has a better house than Riff is coming from. But even still, the Jets and Riff are his family. So that when Bernardo kills Riff, it's not just you killed my friend or you killed my kind. It's like you killed my family, which is why he says to Maria, Riff was like a brother to me. So when Bernardo killed him, or Riff was like my brother, whatever he says. I didn't, I misquoted it. (laughs) Don't give me a line note. Um, (laughs) Yeah, so that's what is really ringing true to me is like they're, building yes. of their chosen family and then from their valuing that they have to protect family at all costs, which is why they're, I, it kind of speaks to Riff as well. It's like, even though Tony left the Jets, Riff is like, he's still a Jet, you know, he's still yeah. with us. Um, yeah. Even though like action is very against that. Right. Because yeah. to him, Tony leaving the Jets is abandoning the family. Of course. Mm. So it's and all of these, but on, the thing about that is like, all of that makes sense with how trauma works. Mm. All yeah. of that, all of these people having these different reactions, but very strong reactions mm-hmm. is absolutely what, like yeah. it, it, it rings so true to me and it makes it, I just like, it's very tragic. It it's is tragic. Like, that's what it's part of why I just like, I'm like, I'm watching children just they are fighting for their lives 
when you're watching it, you're like, you don't have to guys, <laughs> you don't have to fight at yeah. all yeah. for anything. Most and people get to just be in stupid puppy love and mm-hmm. decide that they actually hate each other eventually <laughs> after a month of a hot yeah. fling. But these kids had to die. Oh yeah. Like that's, that's the tragedy. Oh my God. It's, it's not, it's not romantic in the sense that like, this was the greatest love that's ever existed. Mm-hmm. It's the tragedy that like, these children didn't get to play out the mistake. <laughs> they didn't even get to make a mistake. They didn't just, even get there. Just trying to love ends their life. I think that mm-hmm. is like it's horrible. So tragic. And it's like, especially when you're like putting it in perspective of things that are happening still to this day, that it like, it's like, yeah, people are still killing people or letting yeah. people die over mm-hmm. these cultural divides. And I think that is very poignant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think uh, there are two things I want to point out. One um, is about the um, kind of the collapsing of uh, uh, a character's attention. So it's like when you have these things are happening to all these characters, mm-hmm. um, you know, Tony begins, he's very altruistic. He's got his mind on lots of things. It's not just about himself. He's thinking about lots of people and he's doing things for a lot of people. But then as the pressure mounts, he, you know, riff dies. Mm -hmm. He's suddenly no longer thinking about anybody else. He is like, it's taken over by the cultural grammar and even his own, I mean, he doesn't think. He just goes in and stabs, right? And the same thing starts happening elsewhere where it's like Anita is trying to think, you know, be very altruistic and trying to like do things and enable people. And then she gets um, almost raped at the, at Doc's place and she doesn't think anymore. It's just, this is, this. it's just, I'm going to do this thing for me and how it like the, that higher kind of thought degrades as you go in this tragedy. Mm -hmm. There's something there's something in that too, where it's like, as, um, like I think about in Moulin Rouge, it happens too, where it's like, as the stakes mount, the more you kind of do the, the thing that doesn't actually, I'm not taking anyone into consideration. I'm just doing the thing. Well, well it, you go. Oh, oh uh, sorry. <laughs> but it ties into, I don't know, this might be too much for this podcast, but no. my, um, my theory my my own personal theory about ethics, I'm sure I'm not the only person that thinks that, that it's like your scope of what is ethical is directly tied to the needs that are being met. Yeah. Like the 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 hierarchy of needs, like the the more base your needs get, the the smaller your bubble of what is considered ethical and like the the example I always say, I'm like, well, if your family doesn't have food, that means your bubble shrinks up to your family and you say, yeah, it's not unethical for me to steal a loaf of bread. Yes, yeah. I was going to say Jean Valjean. Yeah, Jean Valjean. <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it, but it's not unethical in that situation yeah. because if you don't steal, then your family dies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like ethics are relative. I'm not like an ethical relativist yeah. in the most 
pure in the cliche sad, way, the, but there's yeah, a right, there's a that. reason. Like it it just gives us a, a way to look into people's yes, behaviors and motivations. We have to still say like it's like yeah, for we can't society ex- right. we, we have to say it's illegal. Sociology. But but <laughs> legality is separate from ethics. Yes. And I think that's for me why Chino is actually one of the most tragic characters yeah. in the show because he starts off so sweet. Yes, he does. And so innocent and like isn't really a fighter. You know, yeah. she says like you you've been fighting Chino, that's not like you. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then he like sees the toll that everything has taken when she's more concerned about Tony than Bernardo oh, man. or anyone else when she's like, "Well, what happened to Tony?" and then he yells, "He killed your brother." Oof. And then Chino, the non-fighter, the innocent one, ends up committing as the furthest to fall. Right, exactly. And he ends up Ugh, like so he sad. ends up actually going to get a gun, which is why I like it in the Cold musical better. Yes. Because uh, in the in the um new movie, he just sort of like sees like, oh, there's a gun. I guess I'll take it. Oh, I hate um that. and I'm like, why? Why would you take it? Like I know Bernardo well, just died and you're upset. But in the I like that in the musical we have to hear embrace. Chino's going to get a gun. Chino is going to premeditatively yes. he is going to get that gun and plans to kill find Tony and kill him. Yeah. Whereas there's just over and over again. It is. Oh, it's, it's rough. rough. Yes. It's rough. Yeah. yeah, And so that's to me, like I, I wish she had like a little more meat in any of these versions because I just think he's such. And I think in this, in this stage production uh, at Lyric, it was the most that I've ever seen Mm -hmm. of Chino. Oh, it was really performed so well. For Chino specifically. I thought it was excellent. I was like, wow, that character is. like, oh, I like him. Yes. (laughs) Oh, he's cute. I like him. He's, he's not like, a note that he was given, which I really like, is the associate director said to him, you're not Eugene from Greece, yes. which yes. I love. Cause I'm like, yes, he's not a nerd. He's not like a, a joke. He is just like a polite, like he's just trying to approach it the opposite he's way than Bernardo. Nice right, Bernardo yeah. is gonna like, I'm gonna take this racism. I'm gonna meet it head on aggressively. And Trino is taking an opposite approach and saying, I'm just gonna be polite to everyone. I'm just going to mind my own business. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying one way is better than the other because they are, like you said, the ethics within their situation are what they are. Um, right, right. They're just different right, approaches, exactly. but that is so tra- but, like because the thing to is see like the range there. Right, because like for Bernardo, it's like, oh, I'm not surprised you bought a switchblade and killed someone. I'm like, that was that was coming. Yeah, you know what I mean. But for Chino, I'm like, I never, you know, meeting Chino and the, his first scene when he's like, oh, this is a shop for ladies. I shouldn't come in. You know. Yeah. It's like, oh, you're not gonna kill anyone. You're a you're a lamb. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I think they like try to spell it out in this most recent mm-hmm. movie. They like really give him so much backstory. Oh my god! In a way that I'm like, <laughs> all, so the backstory. all the backstory. All the backstory in this movie. That, that yeah, but not in that but way. Not in that way. Not yeah. in more exposition. Yes. Where it's oh like, oh, are you god. studying accounting? He's like, yes, I'm learning to fix adding machines. I'm like, what are we doing? What are these lines? <laughs> <And> <laughs> like what I thought was always clear. Um, and again, they spell it out kind of like they like smack in the face with it in the, mm-hmm. the newest movie is that Bernardo is picking Chino for Maria right. because he isn't involved. Exactly. Yeah. He is a nice, smart boy. Yes. And, yes. and I don't want is, one of the sharks to be already clear to me. <laughs> yeah. Right. But that, well, yeah. And it, and again, something that was talked about in this production that mm-hmm. is like the tension between the shark women and the shark men yeah. is that like all the shark women are employed. Mm. because their skill of sewing, of, you know, um, working 
with like fabric and things like that, that they probably learned back in Puerto Rico, just as like it's a way skills. to make clothes yeah. Yeah. Um, is now a monetizable like, a job. Yeah. And exactly. And the, the that's boys a, don't really have anything. Yeah. And so that's why there's like this extra level of tension between the males and females, which is why it is better when America is sung with boys with against balls. girls. Yes. Just gonna say. That is why the movie, that is the, yeah. one of the things both that movie both versions. movies both do movies better. They do that better. Yeah. <sighs> I hate Absolutely. it when it's the girls against girls. I'm like, no, I know. this is just it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I do have yeah. a, a thought about that, Go. that I'll put a pin in it, but cause I want to get to my second thing oh, yeah. that I think Please. was, I'm sorry, I didn't get to my second thing, but the second thing <laughs> was, um, I, I think I'm honing in on something. Uh, it was talking about okay, the, this we'll Greek see. tragedy thing, right? <laughs> so when you have that feeling of, um, setting up a world that it seems inevitable, where it's like, we always as human beings feel like we have this agency and there's always kind of death looming at the end. And so we're just like, we feel like we can do all of this stuff while we know that the long game we're gonna lose anyway. And there's something mirrored there in these stories mm -hmm. where we have these people who are acting so uh, passionately and brashly and they're doing these things, they're doing stuff yeah. and we can hope for them even though yes. we know just like in our own lives, at the end is gonna be bad. Mm. I think there's something to that where it's like having that underlying current of like, there's actually things more powerful than you here. But and it, it plays is, on that real human feeling that we all have that even when we see the worst around us, like hope still is there. Yeah. It will always be there right. in the worst of situations. It might not be visible, obviously like, Clearly the people around them don't, don't feel as like hopeful and right. magical as they do. Yeah. But like we, I think deep down, even in the hardest situations, like it is a biological response to not just be like, well, I guess we're done. Like, because yeah. that just wouldn't serve. Right. A biological function to just like give up. We have to have hope to keep us alive. Yeah. Not just as individuals, but as a society. Right. There's something about like having an arena in which these characters you think they can do something and the arena and they, they will, they'll always have hope, but the arena has to kind of be its own entity in order to like make this yeah. phenomenon occur. Yes. It's like you have this, like the world around you isn't going to let you do it. Right. And no matter how much you try, no matter how much it looks like it's going to work out, cause it does, it looks like it's going to work out every time and it won't because the world won't let you. Right, I mean, they set up a hopeless world, but allow us to have hope that we, like, like we're fighting against the, the hopelessness around. Like yeah. we mm -hmm. want it so, like I think as humans, we watch a story like that and want the love to win. Yeah, we, we want we want to somehow to reflect in our lives that we can we, overcome. I think we want those <laughs> things so bad yeah. that like, just like they do, we put our blinders on. Yeah. We just, we're like. I know even, it's not going to go well, but. Even I, when we know what the ending is yeah. exactly, we're still like, nope, 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 nope. I want this. I want this. Mm -hmm. I want this. And yeah. if it's done well, mm -hmm. um, then we do get to actually feel the hope. And when we actually feel it from a real um, visceral place, yeah. it, it, I think, again, it's like a biological thing where we are actually our brain is Shuts making us down. forget yeah. what it actually is. Well, and there's um, in the scene after 
um, the just sexually assault Anita. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there's um, when Doc comes in and stops them, and then Anita leaves. Um, Doc says, "Like you make this world lousy," and Action says, "That's how we found it," <laughs> and which is like so accurate. It is. Yeah. They have really yes. crappy lives. Like they have. I mean, that's so bad poignant. parenting. But the thing is, like, they are still like Action probably the most is so passionate mm -hmm. about defending their gang, defending their territory that they're willing to keep going head to head with the, this other gang. Um, and like, you know, the, for the sharks they are coming in and the world is lousy for them because for all the same reasons and racism, <laughs> like, <laughs> right. Um, yes. right. like, and also that, and, um, but they're so, you know, even though they know the world sucks and like, they're going to keep facing these issues, they're going to fight for the one thing which to them is this like piece of land or yeah. this like superiority over other gangs they're going to keep fighting for it which is yeah. why i think it is so like enticing to have one all-out rumble right, right? we're going to stop like having this these little back and forth fights we're just going to have the one out all-out rumble and that way we'll know and then we'll be happy right yeah yeah they set it up it's set up well yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. and that and it feels possible even that when maria's like please stop it you're like yeah, well, this is, they were already out ahead. Like this is already the, the end all be all. So mm -hmm. why not get there and be like, yeah, let's have someone actually who, who cares about the sharks yeah. as, as you know, superficial as it is at that point. Um, I mean, not to him, I'm sure. Like, I'm sure he like, yeah. feels now uh, a kinship because yeah, yeah. He, like, yeah. like within the three seconds that he's known Maria, but like, <laughs> he's like, I know four Spanish words. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I did like in the new movie that he was learning from. I know that was cute. I did like. Oh, wow. honestly, you don't like, think you want to get some coffee first? Oh, oh, that line gosh. is so good. That was, <laughs> you I don't do, think maybe honestly, you. the movie I really did like Rita Moreno playing. Yeah, yes, Doc's she was amazing. Widow, and she, I mean, she's so she good. Is so I, good. She was so. I that was the one moment I laughed out loud during the whole movie when oh she was God, like it's so, so funny. funny. When you he was like, "How do you say I want to be with you forever?" and she's like. You don't want to get a cup of coffee? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, How about we get a cream cheese so, sandwich? So, yes, yeah, so funny. It's so funny. <laughs> like, oh my God, it's so good. So, like, are you improving? Because that's what it felt like. Are, it I was did. So, it's so good. I love so Marina so much. Oh. Yeah. And I also like think the element of like Anita talking to another like Anita. <laughs> another Anita really yeah. so, yeah. so surreal about, like it's it's surreal but then like yeah as this element like when she calls her a traitor I was right <gasps> oh. after the mm -hmm. I'd like oh mm -hmm. lose it every yeah time. I'm like, yeah it's, it's really... like the 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 dialogue in the musical is much better at the end of that scene mm -hmm. like the way and the I like Anita's dialogue at the end yeah in the musical better mm -hmm. like I think it's much more it's more simple yeah and it's yeah. like more visceral yeah yeah and less like it like becomes like a too, um, too heady, too in, yeah, intelligent, yeah, for mm -hmm. that moment. Um, but that that like initial like attack of this other like you should be on my side, and maybe like, and oh, that whole scene is really interesting because she's like she's like I have a I have a home base, I have somebody who's here. I just need to find Valentina. I just need to get to mm -hmm. Valentina. Yeah, I just need to get like like I'll be safe when Valentina's here. Mm -hmm. I like that that like really adds to like the urgency and like the again the the tragedy not that that scene's not already horribly tragic right. yeah um but that is like one thing that i thought the movie i was like uh, uh, uh. yeah and ariana debose is ariana debose fantastic so what did i put a pin in earlier um i was talking about america oh the song america. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, was I was talking about um, america and the men and women yeah there was just um the 
the men and women, I do like that better mm-hmm. when it's the mm-hmm. men and women singing. And it's like in the, in the original script there, it's usually, I mean the, in the original script, I forget how much it's like, feels like it's setting that up too. And yeah. then they just oh like, gosh, they yeah, abandon it. I, I thought about that too. I was watching that scene and I was like, Oh, maybe they changed it to the men and that's women. That's what I thought too. But I was like, oh no, that's just how the scene goes. And then, then they just abandon it. And then they it. walk away. <laughs> the boys but, walk away. I'm like, and then what, they're like, but those drugs don't dance well enough. What I so think maybe is not. really <laughs> interesting. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. What I think is interesting is um, they, in, a, in a story, you have to, of course, choose what you're going to show. Why? Right, and so you can't. There's no. There's limitations. <laughs> I don't want to choose that um, because you just can't show everything. And right. so, and it's interesting because we do get a lot of the jets. Mm-hmm. We don't get a lot of the sharks, mm-hmm. but we right. do get a lot of the Puerto Rican women. That is in that comparison. Is the, oh, right. So the right. one thing that that being an all women song does. That's one of the things it does it that we get. Like the we're actually jets, seeing, the, yeah. The, the jet song is the boys right because that's the culture but we're seeing the culture of the women and I think that ties into what you were saying Sam is like the working folk like the men and the and the, the white side like they're mm-hmm. the 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 breadwinners and then it's the women on mm-hmm. the um on the shark side and I which, think even more whether like the could be the they could be the power players really yeah. like they it could really be focused even more. I wish they would give us even more yeah. of the women, but I, I don't think it. I don't think America works for that. I yeah, just, I really, and, really like it better when it's men versus women. Same, and especially it, with the lead up scene. It's just like absolutely, one yeah. Of, the yeah, lead up scene just, just like, like begs for it. Yeah, uh, that's why they changed it. I'm sure, yeah. but that it's um, whether or not it works. I just was thinking about like why they would have done that because I think there we may have talked about that. Um, that it's like the shark kind of gets short shrift. Mm-hmm. where we see a lot of the jets. Um, but it might be, uh, like theatrically speaking, a um, a foiling concept where you mm-hmm. get to see Tony and the guys and how he fits in, and you get to see Maria and the women Maria's that she fits in, in with. Mm-hmm. No, she's not, but you get to see them and how they, how But that's why I feel contrast. pretty is very important. Yeah. I feel pretty I is very important, and what a mistake to remove that. Yeah. I, I think that's crazy, and... You know, Sondheim has said that like he's embarrassed by the lyrics of that song, and I just disagree. I think it's so cute. I think he's I wrong. Also disagree. Yeah, I think that song is perfect. I agree. I love it. I think it's. I love they miss America. Okay. What was he saying? There was a problem with it. He just he didn't thought, like his lyrics. Yeah, he thought that the these girls who have not been in America that long would be using that vocabulary. He he thought it was like I mm. was trying to show off with fancy words and I think it was beyond mm. their vocabulary. And I was like, okay, I just my, my response to that is one that I most of the time saw it as like, we are seeing their conversation that is happening in Spanish, but they're just doing it in English yeah, because like just, that was a common convention right. in a right. lot of shows. I just assumed that we were supposed to like, why wouldn't they just be speaking Spanish? Right, I assumed they anyway. were speaking Spanish. I guess the trouble with that is they they do speak Spanish though in that scene. Yes, at points. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. then of it course, doesn't break the convention. Sure. Um, 
but it's I think, not a perfect convention. And I think that, <laughs> but I think they do that a lot when just, that convention yeah. happens. But I, I guess I don't buy that from Sondheim because I'm like, but Maria is fluent in English. Yeah, she she is. chooses yes. to speak Spanish a lot, but she is fully fluent. She never misunderstands anyone. She never has to get Anita's help to understand. She speaks fluent English. Like even in her first scene, she's like, um, you know, using words like excitement and, yeah. you know, uh, I, like, I don't know. It's just not, like there's complex. something very formal about yeah. my feel pretty where it's like, yeah. you think an American would sing it like yeah, that? I, I don't think so. Like, it would I be someone who. and entrancing. Yes. Right. Yes. Someone who has those, studied like, these words. words are like right. so beautiful and so juicy and so interesting as like an immigrant to be using these. these mm-hmm. Like people who aren't immigrants wouldn't use these words. Yeah. <laughs> right. They'd be like, I'm so hot. Yeah. Right. It might be contemporary, but yeah leaning on cheesy because mm-hmm. of that. Yeah. But like, I never found it cheesy. Like, no. I feel like people make fun of it now and it's mm-hmm. like used in cheesy ways. But like when I sit and listen to the song, I'm like, no, this is great. I think it's, I think it's perfect. She's just like a silly girl. You yeah. know what I mean? I've certainly and like her friends make fun of her. It's yes, like, it's, it's so exactly. good. Oh my God. I love that scene. I watch yeah. it and I'm like, no, that's perfect. Yeah. It's, it's like me thinking about like when I was like a, you know, in college or like young teen thinking about like a boy that I liked and like what it'd be like <laughs> to talk to him. And I would like talk to myself in the mirror. It's that, you know what I mean? <laughs> Shut up, Colin. Anyway, uh-huh. You don't know anything. I can think of very specific no. examples. Anyway, moving on. Um, what, was that? what was it? Nope. How okay. Was, how, uh, how nope. was the parade? Was that? Okay. We're going to move on. And uh, anyway. Um, rude. And we can dredge up your dirt as well, Mr. Uh, Funk. Um, we're not uh, going to. But, on air. <laughs> no. Um, but, uh, That's a different episode. We'll, we'll <laughs> yeah. Um, what was I going to say, though? Uh, the thing I find interesting though about your point, Javi, of like we see less of the sharks, is that a specific like device to foil the women against the men um, of the jets? But I also wonder, so originally it wasn't gonna be like white versus Puerto yes. Rican, yeah. it was Jewish, Jewish versus Irish. Right. And I wonder which was, I mean, obviously I'm sure there were lots of other things that would have been different. Obviously they probably wouldn't have sung a song in America about Puerto Rico. Right. That would, that would have been a different song. But I'm just wondering, I'm like, which would have, how would have that like translated? Like, which would have been the Jets and which the Sharks? I'm guessing the Sharks would be the Jewish ones. Yes. Yeah, um, probably. I think that was the, um, obviously, because there was a lot of anti-Semitism. Right. And but it's, so they're the, right. the, from what I, they're the, the outsider. Quote outsider. Yes, yeah. yes. Just it's like just, the Sharks were the quote It's outsiders. just so funny that they're like, well, we thought that was too stereotypical. And I'm like, oh, because the... <laughs> We don't like Latina people as nah. So, I mean, maybe not it then. It was new. It was fresh. Right. At exactly. The time. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think I think it, I th- uh, uh, an actor brought this the up. Hot new. Yes. Race. One of the um, um, sharks, not one of the main ones, but brought up like in a meeting towards the beginning of rehearsals. That point of like, we're giving this a contemporary revival, like they were like this. Yes. Oh, I was going to ask you. Yes. They were contemporary clothing, but it was still meant. I don't really know what the setting was supposed to be. Mm. I mean, I wasn't in those meetings and I can't Mm. see the costumes for listeners at home that don't know I'm blind. So I don't know. (laughs) I don't know what the costumes look like. Um, well, not all your listeners are going to necessarily know me. So no, No, you're Um, right. You're right. You're absolutely right. We we didn't do that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, but, uh, I, it's like, how are we telling this con- like more contemporary version of this story and still allowing the fact that the sharks like 
are just kind of a monolith, whereas we let the Jets be more characterized. You know, so we have these individual characters of yeah. action versus Baby John right. versus Riff, whereas like it's Bernardo, Chino, and then all the sharks. Yep. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Um, and sure. and so I think that is a sticking point for me. Like I I want blame the 1957 West Side Story for that because it is of its time. I do look at it as like, that's a problematic thing, but yeah, I'm like, yes, yes, yes. I guess I that's, I and mean, that's like an overall thing of like when we take classic stories and quote unquote classical meaning old and popular um, right. <laughs> um, and make them contemporary. Like you, like it's often fighting against itself yeah, yeah. to actually be seen as contemporary. And so. I'm not, yeah. right. I think it does it a disservice to try mm -hmm. to, look at it through a contemporary lens yeah. in that way because if we like I thought what was really like something that was really interesting in this one like the way the way that the cops were played mm -hmm. mm. I felt was pretty moving mm -hmm. yeah um because they were oh they were awful oh my god I mean they were horrible yeah um but that was really great they were great the, they performed they, very they were, well but the they, actors were excellent yeah um but like those characters are just like Especially oh, like they they had such a great switch between like we hate all you kids and gangs. Mm -hmm. All right, Jets, we know you know yeah. we're on, and like it is gives me such a visceral reaction Whoa. to see it played in like like that very not that obviously cops still have <laughs> problems today. We know no. that, um, so that like, but it's not necessarily like a contemporary spin to mm -hmm. see like. Because now, if you're playing it contemporary, there has to be a lot of like smoke and mirrors in front of yeah. cops mm -hmm. and the the way that they're well, because like it is much more under the surface. Yeah, like if they feel the so need many... to actually communicate that way, they wouldn't be so overt. Exactly. And there's yeah. so much like pro cop media out there, like not not, not overtly necessarily, but like uh -huh. Law and Order, Brooklyn Nine Nine. You know, there's so sure. many things where it's just like we're painting cops as the heroes. Yeah. Um. And so I and even back then to like see those cops as like these flawed kind of horrible Ugh. people like yeah. that yeah. is not yes that typical yes exactly right. and I th which but is like yeah. the truth like that yeah. there are cops like that then and now that yeah. are just like they will do whatever they want to yeah. get their end result which is to protect their own ass yeah. Well, but, but they also. Sorry, I don't know if you swear in this podcast. But <laughs> no, we, do. We, do. we do. Okay, great. It is it is labeled explicit. <gasps> oh, okay. Um, that me. way we don't have to watch our language because yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't ever remember. I'm like, oh, did I swear? <laughs> I did. Oh, shoot. Um, but but they, I think the musical gives just enough of like. He's like you. You try to. Mm -hmm. What does he I mean, say? I mean, it's very much like it's, it's, like, it's like one line. Yeah, it doesn't like, give them a lot. You of see like, what mm -hmm. what happens. You know how how you feel at you know after dealing with this garbage here, and it's like it's very much like what uh, action says, where it's like we found the world this way. Yes, mm -hmm. and he's like, like the cops did too. He also found the world this way. It you know, it doesn't feel like it's an excuse for no. their behavior, but it does like give some depth to yeah. that, like the complexity of like. The situation again, where, the relative ethics, <laughs> right? Relative, yeah. where I actually think the cops think they're doing what's best yeah. for the children, yeah. for these kids, yeah. by doing these things. When Shrink yeah. says um, at the end of this, the work council scene, when he's walking out um, to Doc, he says, um, "You try." looking after hoodlums and see what it does to that's you. Yeah, exactly. That's the line. That's the line. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Yes, yes, exactly. And then Doc's like, why don't I give me a mouth like yours? But, yeah. um, and it's like, yeah. I think it's perfect where it's like, 
you get to you see get someone to who's resisted. You second, get yeah. like, oh yeah. yeah, because I'm telling you, as someone who works with kids, and they're not like delinquents. Bad kids. Yeah, <laughs> quote, um, you work with kids for like a little bit of time, and you're like, I am sick of these kids. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm you yeah. get you get tired and worn out so fast. Like, I I've been a nanny. I've like I work with like big classrooms there gets to be a point where you're just like freaking yelling and yeah. you're like, you're like even, even, I mean, maybe not everyone. There's a lot of people uh, even that I work with now. Like we're very gentle. I've gotten to a, a place, especially with the, like that I can be very gentle most of the time, but there's sometimes I get into a situation and like, it's just reactive where you're just like, sit down, do this. Like, it's just like, yeah. and like I've left some of those situations working with kids being like, Oh man, I scared that kid or I hurt that kid and they didn't do anything like that's not, but like, and I think for a long time in working with kids, like I, I had to be like, I had to be like, well, they like, especially in situations where it's a safety concern. I'm like, no, I had to, like, if that kid was going to run out into the street, I had to grab their arm and yank them back. Yes. It would hurt them to like, there's probably a better way to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like, I have to, I have to, I have to make sure him. he doesn't run into the street. And that's what I, I had to ha- do in the moment. In the moment yeah. I had to do that thing. And, yeah. and that, that extrapolates out to these cops where it's like, right. I have to it, do it, the thing. It, I had I to mean, do it. With yeah. these gangs, literally it's, it becomes life and death yeah. and they are. Um, so it's like, it's, it's not enough in the moment to say like, Oh, I feel bad for the cop, but it's like enough at least for me to like stop me and be like, oh yeah, I've been in situations where I'm like, <laughs> like I'm trying to like work with kids that are not wanting to to do the things that would keep them safe. Yeah. And it is rough. Yeah. And not, still not a good excuse to be horrible. And yeah, of course, like of course. it was very clear that like his bias towards the yeah. jets and how it's like, how like how racism stops you from even considering the safety of this whole other group of people, which yeah. is horrifying. Hmm. Wow. Well, we've been going for a while. Yeah. Um, I think maybe it's uh, time, for time, time for some superlatives. Burp, burp, burp. <laughs> um, <laughs> I loved it. Thank you. Let's do uh, so our Oscar uh, worthy moment for our production here at uh, the Lyric Opera. So, yeah. so whatever, Sammy, um, if you- Yeah, Sammy, you, you got one? Oh, sure, I'm gonna do my Tony-worthy moment. That's <laughs> what yes, I of say. course. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> um, I'm gonna say, I- and we'll, do, we'll do this specific production, just yes. to be- Yeah, just yes. like, yes. I, no, I got wanna, you, I got you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, just for our listeners who are- I think the sure. <laughs> this the Legions. the scene between um, Maria and Shino at the very end when he is about when mm. he's like trying to not tell her, trying to find out where her parents are so he can tell all of them, like trying to do the right thing, mm-hmm. and then she put essentially pushes him into forcing him to just blurt it out, and they're mm. like, "You he killed your brother." I just think that was a really beautifully acted moment and was yeah, really. Um, I agree. Yeah, just really earned from that actor. And I just want to shout out that actor. His name is Mark. He's only 20 and he was mm. amazing. Wow, he's really great. Yeah. yeah. 
We can tag him. We can tag him when they Great. <laughs> yeah. The episode comes I gotta out. tag him. <laughs> Crosby, tag him. That's my assistant. My assistant <laughs> will tag him. Um should I go? Should I go? Sure. Yeah. Uh I think um mine is the high B or high oh, B flat Tony's. Thought, that's why I wanted uh, to go in first, Maria because I thought um, because I don't usually like that choice in Maria. For those of you who don't know, Maria in the middle is just like singing about Maria, 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 Maria. And in the score, like the original score version, there's this high B flat. And the original Tony Kurt, Larry Kurt, um, maybe he couldn't do it or whatever, but there's an alternate that I mm. tend to like better where yeah. it doesn't go as high, but it just keeps going and it's beautiful and mel melodic. Um, in recent years, all the Tonys do this high B flat yeah, and it's, um, and I, it just lasts for so long and I just find it a little boring. This guy, what was his name? Ryan. Mm -hmm. Oh my goodness gracious. It was like the first time I've incredible. seen it. I mean, he sings beautifully, like one of the best voices I've ever seen live. I'm like, does he give voice lessons? Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> so good. And he sings this B flat and he just straight tones it. And I was like, oh my God, that's what it was missing the whole time. Kind Everybody else is doing this operatic B flat or B, I don't remember which one it is, but he just straight toned it. And I'm like, oh, there's like oh my God. a restraint in it. Like it a, was. It was like so tight, a tension in the, in the, and it was like, he was, he was yelling it. It was yelling Maria. It was just so much part of the moment of that song where it's just him screaming the name over and over and over again in the alleys. Uh, well, I don't know if there are alleys in Manhattan, but through the, the tenements, um, yeah. on the West side there, I just, I loved it. That was a beautiful moment. Yeah. What about you, Colin? Colin? Oh, I booped the mic. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Cut that out. <laughs> no, that's it, man. Uh, <laughs> oh, I hope the camera was on you. I booped the mic. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, that's so funny. Um, I'm wondering, so I, I've mentioned, I always do this. I'm like, there's two moments. Um, I swear to God. Um, but but the end, it's it's one. It's one moment. The The end scene was one of my favorite. Like I said, I think the uh, the woman who played Maria, some of the best acting in that scene. Um, I'm trying to, now I'm, I, we went home and watched that scene in we every did. iteration we could find because I love that. I think it's, yeah, it's a very, it's, I think it's, it's great. Um, but she was so good, but something about the way they, they blocked Chino to be up high and shot him mm. from up high. Yeah. And so he was like there kind of looming. Yeah. And shot from above. There was something that like was very, I don't know, surprised me anew. It was like yeah. very shocking, very, um, really ominous, really like there's like something like bird of prey about it. There's yeah. like, that, that, like you said, looming where it's like above, um, you can't dodge it. There's no way around it. Mm -hmm. You're stuck. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's the, the hand of hand of fate. Yeah. Yeah. And then continuing on for her, for Maria's acting was, yes. was what's the actress's name? Kanisha. Kanisha. Yes, you, you did mention that, but I yeah. didn't remember. Um, yes. Kanisha was. Excellent. And really that, great. And like, and, and rewatching the, um, 
the other iterations, I'm like, no, she's one of the best yeah. that I've seen. Really good. In that scene. I and I'm a tech so on, good. she does something that I've never seen a Maria do before. And, and even like the director and associate director commented on this. When she's pointing the gun at various people and mm. she points at the jet, she does the, and you, like she does a really like oh, yeah. throaty, like, ang like a much angrier point to, I believe, I, th I think that's what she's doing, pointing to the, the jets. And it's just like, it's so scary. Yeah, it's terrifying. Like, oh God. Cause you really, I mean, it's like we've said about Chino, about Anino, this like fall from grace. Mm -hmm. It's like, mm -hmm. she is the last person to hold out hope. Mm -hmm. And when she cracks, it needs to be hard. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And she's, we've lost she, innocence. She has lost her innocence. It's yeah. over. She it's, now can hate. It is kind right. of like the moment of, it is heightened, but like a little bit of the moment of like, we just got real. Yeah. And it needs to, I think it needs to be the moment where like you need, Maria needs to be the best actor in the cast. She grew up mm -hmm. in that and moment. Yeah. She, she have to in, see that in this production, I was like, you did it. And it was very moving. Yeah. That was, it was great. Cause All right. it was, it was very guttural. It was very visceral. And I was like, it's like, Oh no, Oh no. Oh yeah. No. Just weeping the weeping, whole, the whole sobbing. end of just yes. weeping. Um, <sighs> unearned moment. Oh yes, unearned moment. Unearned moment. Oh me? We were, oh we're, we're looking at each other. We're looking at each other because oh, okay. we don't know. Okay. We're an unearned moment. No, no yeah, we, okay. we were not. We, we can not go first yet. too if okay. you're if you're yeah, not sure. Yeah, you, go, you guys go. Um, you go first. I have not I think um, it's just one little thing that I couldn't stop thinking about. I don't think I ever mentioned this. The scenes that happen in Maria's bedroom. <laughs> there is no lip. Oh, to that second level. Cause it's on this platform yes. on the second level I and there's agree. no lip and there's no protection. And it freaked Scared me out to bejesus out of me. Cause they're like dancing Especially and getting close. Pretty. I was like, I can't do it. And I, it like it, I don't want to say that it necessarily ruined. I feel pretty, but I was very nervous every time they would get close to the edge. And I was like, I know I should trust these adults to be able to not fall off this thing. But I was like, there's no lip. Oh my God, they're gonna tumble. Oh geez. They're gonna geez. tumble. There so are, just, just for everyone's comfort, there are LED lights on the edge of that balcony that show them as the farthest they can walk. That's good, that's so good, that's good. They honestly didn't get that close either. Yes. So it was like not that. Like, no. But there was, I like part there of was it a couple too. of moments where I was like, yeah. And it's like, that's yeah. me like watching like people, like, like watching people stuff their mouths on stage makes me very nervous. Yeah. So I'm like, you're going to choke and I'm going to have to go up there and do the Heimlich. I'm just like, <laughs> I can't, I can't think about whatever you're yeah. saying or if this is supposed to be funny because I think you're going to die. Right. Mm -hmm. It's like bad um, fight choreography where you're like, I'm too actually nervous about your real safety in real life. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. There yes. has to be an element where I know that you're okay. Yeah. I'm yeah. sorry. Even the best fight choreography, we need that element that we're like, we can see that you're safe because otherwise we will not be yeah. able to stay in the right story. and i think i think my threshold of tolerance is pretty low especially when it comes to like the heights like that because as you say it probably most people man. probably <laughs> didn't i'm like an old like crotchety man that's mm -hmm. like nervous about stuff now but uh, like you say there were lights and i'm sure that no one else was nervous it, it about was it it probably safe, wasn't as but... close right i think too it was just the perspective we were on the upper balcony we also were up and high. so it yes. just looked it looked to me like it was it was um uh, like a raked. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And it so I was like, is like it from the, is it sloped? I don't, I don't think so. so. No, I doubt no. it. But I was like, Oh my be. God, it's a second floor and sloped. And I'm like, Oh my geez. It's not safe. No. Yeah. yeah. They couldn't uh, so that, that, sure. that just, that, that messed with me a little bit. Sure. Cool. All right. What about you, Colin? Um, I think I'm just going to go with what, what I already talked about with, um, 
Oh my goodness, I just lost my train of thought. Um, Were you going to say the Anita moment at the end of Boy Like That? Oh yeah, Boy yes, Like exactly. That, yes. yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. What I was just talking about with the Anita moment at the end of Boy Like That, where they, I, they didn't need to make that choice mm-hmm. in that production. And most of the choices I think they did really well. Like the Chino scene, excellent. That progression, yeah. excellent. I just, in that scene, there, there is a good moment where I like, I don't know if this was intentional or if I was just reading things. We were, you know, again, like I wasn't super close to see faces, but like when Maria asked Anita to like go to the drugstore, there was like a look that was like, mm-hmm. I can't believe you're asking that of me. Like, like yeah. but it was like so small. And I'm like, I need more of that in that scene. And I think the, the hug and the reconciliation and the way they're like, we're going to, you're going to get through this. The way it was like that, that directing choice, I just... I don't think was earned. I don't think mm-hmm. it yeah. was correct. Yeah. All right, Sammy, what you got? Um, I agree with Colin on that on that one, but yeah. I will. I'll do my own. I'm the original. Oh my god. Mm. Um, I think this is really a writing thing and mm. not oh, an sure. actor yeah. thing. But the scene when um, Tony Doc essentially finds out that Tony is interested in a Puerto Rican girl, um, because he says "Buenos noches, señora," and she goes, buenos noches. So that's why you made it a fair fight. I'm like, what, oh, what is, what are we, what is this jump? Um, and, and then she's just like, she's like, aren't you afraid? And he's like, no, I'm good. And she's like, okay, I'm afraid of for both of you. I'm like, this is a longer conversation that needs to happen. Uh, Whereas like with, yeah. um, sure. that makes yeah, sense. That makes like sense. the new movie, for example, it's, it's clear oh, to me. They, they have talked about it. We don't see it, but they have already had a conversation a little bit about what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. We just maybe don't see it or, you know, and then we have this whole scene of like him trying to learn Spanish, blah, blah, blah. But yeah, it just was that to me, that scene always to me is, and I think the actors do the best they can with it, but I'm That's like, hard. we need like five more exchanges for her to like, be like, you're interested. Cause I also feel like she should know is Bernardo's sister, yeah, not just any Puerto Rican girl. Right. Right. So, well, yeah. especially if you're going with the choice that she had kind of like sees the other kids yes. as equals. Exactly. Um, yeah. Because I think the original, like the doc was kind of on the side of the cops where he yes. was like definitely in favor of that. Like, yeah, they're kids. I'll allow them. But like, I really don't like, mm-hmm. and it's not like, and it was the very real um, perspective where it's like, yeah, I might not think that they're bad kids, but it's just going to create trouble. And right, like, right. I just like the easy route is this, yeah. which is like that horrible thing that keeps those things going, going yeah. right, not like, right. but, but like, it's a slightly different perspective. If you're, if you're, um, using doc as, as a much more neutral mm-hmm. party, um, because yeah, but, but still, even in that case, like that does, that moment does not, you're right. That doesn't make sense. Yeah, it does. It does feel fast. I remember that now and being like, Oh yeah. Okay. And I mean, yeah. it really only happens cause there's a scene change. And so like, <laughs> but I'm like, take a little longer, give the, People make changing the scene a little bit longer to change the scene. Yeah. You know what I mean? mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Weird. Well, great. Any I think other superlatives you wanted to go with? No. Best, best I, dialect <laughs> coaching to uh, me. Oh yes, of no, course. Best dialect coaching. Best dialect yeah. coaching. <laughs> I I think. I mean, I thought the out of all the productions, like obviously the movie, the original movie is pretty atrocious yeah. in terms of dialect. Yeah. Um, Let's not talk about Natalie Wood. I on. do like. I do like the choice of having Spanish language yes. in that re- specific revival. I think yeah. that is like, 
Oh, favorite favorite element from any production that like is better than any other production mm. and worst, mm. best and worst. Mm. Mm. So like, mm. Mm -hmm. like it could be the Spanish language. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I um, I mean, I think the uh, America in the new in the new movie. Oh my gosh, mm -hmm. the, America in that in the new movie is. I mean, the choreography. It's not Jerome Robbins mm -hmm. no. in the new movie, which is like, I like have feelings about that a little sure, bit. Sure, sure. But um, it's, but sure it feels like an homage, so but it's so good. And oh my it God. is like, it is one of those moments, like watching Ariana DeBose dance is like, I'm like, well, that's not fair. Oh, yeah. She can be so good at, I mean, I thought I could do this in a while what? that I was like, oh yeah, that's what a real triple threat is. Like mm -hmm. where she is, I mean, she was in the Hamilton yeah. chorus because she's a yeah. dancer. Right but she's an actor and she's yeah. a, like, I literally don't know which one I would put first for her Yeah, because it doesn't matter. No, because she's no. so, that's why I think she's so brilliant. But like that scene, America, like to be the it, lead and, and, and like, she's not just like put in the center and like spotlit. Mm -hmm. She is the best dancer. Oh yeah. In that group. Like she, she is the best one. Even when she's not like front and center, like your eye goes right to her. I it's think incredible. It's so she's so what good. What do you think about the dancing, Sammy? Um, I just don't think we have enough time to really delve yeah. into my full thoughts on the dancing. So I'll just save so that for a different day. Cause it's yeah. a very dancing show. It's a very dancey show, which is nice for me. Cause I'm like, okay, cool. They're going to dance for five minutes. I'm going to trick my email during rehearsal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. that dance with the gym scene. I'm like, all right, wake me up when Bernardo gets Ugh. mad. Um, which honestly, yeah. The, honestly, the dancing in the new movie is so good. Um, but mm -hmm. the dancing in Jerome Robbins is, uh, uh, the choreography, the choreography was unreal. is also it's excellent, so good. but the, um, I'll, I'll, I'll piggyback off yours okay. and say that the, um, in that movie, the, the dance at the gym, there's an element of like violence that they mm -hmm. bring in. There's like mm -hmm. a moment where like one of the, the girls on the, the jet side is like there, throw me or something. Yeah. And like, she like, it like, she's going to like kick. She's going to like kill this. Yeah. I'm like, you're going to, you, I mean, you're could like, kill you could them. kill him. Jeez. But it was like, there was, it felt very. Like, like the I'm actual like, dance battle. Yeah. Fight. And they, and I think they do a good job in the original choreo that it, like, it does feel like a competition. Yeah. It, it feels very, there is a violence to it, which yeah. I think is really, really interesting. Um, which is like, I know people are like, mm, what's his story? It's these gangs that are doing ballet. But I'm like, no, I think the stylized movement is fantastic and yeah. I will die on the hill. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Anyway. Um, yeah, I think my best, I'm, I'm going to say like the fun and joy of the yes. Tony and Marie oh at the Lyric God, Opera. Yes. I love it. I it makes me right. buy in. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say worst is in the new movie when they go to the stupid monastery oh. have that stupid I scene. I also want to say, as a side note, the whole added thing with Graziella in the new movie that like Tony oh. used to date her. I'm like, why? <laughs> what is this? And then she has this line where she's like, why doesn't Tony want to check in on me and care about me? And I'm like, stop talking. Well, so oh. it's like so stop funny um, that like they tried to include everybody, the women yeah. more yeah. in the Jets. And it really it's just feels like, but then they really also weird. cut down on anybody's like interaction with the Jets. She kind of doesn't really like come in that much until later. Yeah, she doesn't really bug them a lot in the beginning, or they. I think it was they in the new movie. Um, yes, bug them a lot in the beginning. Um, 
but I did, I will say, I will say like in the scene, in the sexual assault scene, I will say, I appreciate Graciela yelling at the boys to stop and then they kick her out. Yeah. What I, I almost, I, I, I know why they did that. Yeah. But I almost wish it was that thing where we're like, yeah, but also women were racist and terrible too. Right, exactly. Um, because I was like, I don't believe that all of those women would be like, no. save the save her. Yeah. But it's also like, why are they there? They aren't they in They wouldn't that, have been there in the first place. They aren't in that scene. Yeah. Like in the, in the musical, they're not in that scene. There just was a lot that overcomplicated. Yeah, I'm just like, like I, don't, I don't know if the guys would have just done it in front of the girls. Yes. Yeah. Without that's, just like I think that's my thing. It's not even that right. Graciela defends Anita because she also, she's like, get out. Or, you know, she's she doesn't like Anita, but that they would yeah, do yeah. it in front of the girls. I'm like, I don't believe they would do that because I think they're their worst when, because I, I, this is my theory that they sort of have their personalities around their girls. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? They're like, oh, I got to go see my girl or whatever. Especially teens. Exactly. Like, yeah. They're like, well, I got to, you know, play it up for Graziella or whatever. Yeah. They would not, they would taunt Anita. They would be mean to her, but I don't think they would go so far as to assaulting her in right. front of these other women. Yes. So yeah. that's, Who were watching through the window and banging on the door. Yeah, exactly. yeah that's a bad idea. Yeah, that's, yeah. Does, I don't it, believe it. That I think, was that your moment? What was it? Well, that was no, the worst the monastery. Moment. Yeah, the monastery. monastery. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. that, that I think that moment too, just like, like all the things they did with the, the jet women, I think were like, they didn't quite hit correctly. No. Yeah. No. Do you have a worst? I have a worst. It is, uh, um, the, in the new movie, the cool. Oh my God, it's Why so did I bad. Give that to Tony, what are we doing? Because I hated that. With the gun it that they gave they to him. They needed to, and then he like ends with like the one the single thing? like tear down his uh, cheek. I was like, so stupid. Oh, it's so dumb. I hated that. I hated it was cool. so stupid. <sighs> yeah, agreed with that. So yeah. dumb. That what was you, Colin? Cool. Did you give in? Probably going to be my worst, but um, oh. <laughs> I was like, I'm like trying to think of something that's not in that new movie because I know. Yeah. Just the new movie does just fucks up a lot of stuff. It does. It really does. Um, I was still very moved by that movie, but like yeah. it is so easy to dissect and be like, why did you do that? <laughs> um, Especially after seeing like how brilliant the original script is. Like it's like you watch it and you're like, oh my God, why did they change anything? Mm -hmm. Why? I don't I mean, maybe, maybe I'll go similarly uh, to your Sammy and just say like all of um, Tony's backstory. Yeah. Oh my God! That he was Horrible. In the, that he beat up this kid, and, oh. like, all the, all and then the going to prison saved him. Oh my God! I know. It's oh like God, unlikely. Yeah, prison saved you. Yeah, it's like you have never spent man. a day in prison. No, no. Whatever his name is, Ansel. Ansel. Ansel, Ansel Elgort. Elgort. I also just did not Elgort. care for his Tony. He sounded nah. bored the whole movie. Yeah, he does because it's that casual did. thing. I know. It's that yeah. stupid Which I realistic. I hate it. I hate it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, let's wrap up, shall we? Let's, let's do, it. do it. Wonderful. Thank you <laughs> so much, everyone, for watching and or listening to Then a Moment. Um, I'm Pavi, and remember, once you're a jet, you're always a jet. <laughs> and I am Colin. And remember, I feel pretty. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm Sammy. Thank you so much for having me on the podcast mm -hmm. and for all of you listening at home to my extremely detailed dialect dissection. Um, <laughs> and remember that when you're in love, talk about things that aren't just you. Oh yeah. Ah, yes. Wonderful. All right. Thanks everyone. Yeah. Bye. And before we go, oh, sorry. <laughs> oh my goodness. Before we go, um, if you are interested in learning a little bit more about Sammy mm. and her 
dialect work. And if you want to use her as a coach um, or hire her for a show, you can um, visit her website, which is www.sammygrant.com. That's S-A-M-M-I-G-R-A-N-T. Thanks. Yes. And we'll link that. So Wonderful. Sweet. All right. Now, goodbye. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of Then a Moment, a Pavitas production project. Hosted by Colin Funk and Pavi Prochko. This podcast is produced by Chicago Podcast Studio. Our opening cartoon was created by Gloriu. And our theme song was composed by me, Pavi Prochko. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite listening platform. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok at Then a Moment Pod, all one word, for updates on new episodes and behind-the-scenes content. If you have any feedback, comments, concerns, or kudos, you can email us at thenamomentpod at gmail.com. Please rate and review us wherever you can. It would help us out a bunch. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.